Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Smack them a gun and begin it's time with for good another Vieira And then proceed to tell you why it is uh, for the past few episodes, you've seen I've been doing like fan paid episodes for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. But uh, I still have many to go. And I've got something set up very soon. But before that, in case that doesn't come to this week, I want to do a new episode every week. So this is a new one in case that one falls through. Even if it, if it does happen, I'm putting this one up first. Because this person I got uh, this week is somebody that's donated a lot, not for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, but my for my YouTube page. And uh, he's an awesome dude, and his name is Jackson Routing. What's going on, buddy? Schmack him a gob, Ralph. Schmack him a gob, bro. Thanks for uh, again for having me on. I, it's, a, it's a huge honor and pleasure, and I'm, I'm super happy and stoked to finally talk to the man. Well, dude, I am... Uh, uh, you know, you may not believe this, but it's true. I'm more honored, bro, for sure. Don't fight uh, with me. It's my podcast. I won't, man. <laughs> you have to agree that it's I more agree. my honor, bro, because I really do appreciate everything you've done. And, you know, not so much, you know, the, the, the donations like, you know, the cherry on top, but just the fear fact that you've been following me for years, as you was telling me. And, uh, you know, everybody that, that follows me and is not a pickle whistler and starts fights with me, they're fucking awesome people. And there's so many of you out there. You know, uh, you, you, out, you outnumber the bad, and, uh, and I'm honored, dude. And you're, and you're a metal dude, man. You're, you're uh, yeah, I'd say, correct me if I'm wrong, but you lean a little more toward the power metal, right? Oh, you know it better, brother. You know it. I'm, I'm a huge power metal nerd. That's like power metal thrash and traditional heavy metal and are and then prog fourth those but those three are my my those are my three favorite subgenres. yeah i i've noticed that myself because most power metal people are not as eclectic as you because you like you know the 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 regular metal and uh i've seen i've seen you know you comment on certain things i put up on the almost human facebook page and you seem to be a little, you know, uh, spread out on the map on metal. Where Melata, you got to admit, a lot of power metal guys are strictly power metal. A lot of death metal guys, strictly death metal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and a lot of black metal guys are strictly black metal. Over yeah, there. They're, yeah, they're, they're all like... spread out. So it's good that you have an open mind. Uh, would you mind? Uh, I can edit this out if you like, but uh, how old are you? Oh, I'm 35. Uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, I would consider myself like I was into hard rock and heavy metal at a younger, but not younger age. Like I grew up with my dad, I listened to a lot of classic rock. A lot of I grew up with a lot of Beatles and Zeppelin and stuff. And uh, I, I I wasn't really allowed to go straight into metal on my own until I was a teenager because I had a bit of a, a sheltered family in the way. But when I got became a teen, like later teenager and. I would say I, I first became metal. Like I heard, uh, I won't go into too much because I don't want to make it too long for you. So I'm trying to keep this short. But uh, I, I basically became, in my opinion, like a true metal head to myself. Like when I was 17, and I discovered like these bands, and it branched out, and it just, it, it, I like had so much on my plate at 17. I was getting into, and I was like, here I am now. <laughs> So so, when when did you discover Manowar? Oh, I I discovered Manowar. I would say just before uh, Warriors of the World came out. Uh, someone told me like, "Oh, you like Iron Maiden and a friend like, and you like uh, uh, fucking Judas Priest. Well, you should check out Manowar." And I, at the time. In the early 2000s, I wasn't just you couldn't find it anywhere in the stores that I went to in my area. So I, I, at that time, I pirated like uh, fighting the world, and I was like, "Damn, this is good." And then shortly after, the video for Warriors of the World came out, and I'm like, "Damn, this is my like, 
this Hell is my yeah. band. This is my style. It's like this, the way they're dressed, the way it sounds, that that song, the video, and I like went and pirated up, but then I bought it all. Like I, I buy shit. I have a, a lot of CDs, and a con- it's not as controversial, but like if it weren't for the internet and being able to t- at the time and p- pirate stuff, uh, my collection would not be the size it is now today. Uh, how many uh, CDs I own. <laughs> well, there you go, because you do it right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people download and just download. You download, wow, this sounds really good. I got to get the physical copy. You oh, know? yeah. I like that, the support. Yeah, that's the way to be. And plus, you know, you know, yes, a, a big part is supporting, but also a huge part is to have the, the, the actual physical copy, you know, because MP3s are fucking lame. Oh, you know? they suck. They suck. It's, they're just they're just good for previews, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I just want like the the physical stuff. Like and back too in the day. Now it's like I like the notes and reading like who recorded what and and the, th- and the thank yous I like to read. And and you don't get any of that shit digitally. You have the songs, and I mean some people that's enough. But if you're like a like a like a music geek, like I, like you want the actual record and you want to read all the stuff too and read along the lyrics when you listen to it. You know, I mean. To me, that's a very special part of buying something. Like, you know, every time I buy something, if it has lyrics, I, I like to listen to it for the first time while reading the lyrics. You know, it, it, I get I get more of a charge out of you know seeing what the hell they're saying, and you know, I get bummed when I don't see lyrics. That's why every time I release something, I make sure the lyrics are in there. You know, but uh, so yeah, roughly, uh, you've been uh, into Manowar for almost twenty years now. Hmm. Yeah. All right. right on, man. I uh, I discovered them with my friend Yai, who's still my buddy, uh, bought Battle Hymns back in 82. I remember reading about them, how they signed their contract in blood, saw a picture of them with Orson Welles, and, you know, I'm thinking, man, who are these guys, you know? And then my buddy, you know, bought the album, and, uh, you know, he we used to always turn each other on to, you know, metal. Hey, I got this band called Raven. I got this band called, you know. Even going back to the 70s, you know, yeah. ACDC. I discovered ACDC because of this guy. And um, so, yeah, I, I absolutely fell in love with this album. It took me quite a few years for me to acquire it. I did get uh, into Glory Ride and I think Hail to England before I actually got Battle Hymns. But I did tape it on a cassette and I've lived with it. And I've been a man of warrior um, ever since. Now, uh, I don't think I've ever told you my experience with Man of War, have I? No, not really. I, I think the only thing I've maybe heard was that you had that brief uh, telling on one of your videos of that of when you saw them, but it wasn't like a very detailed uh, experience of like when you went to see them live. So yeah, I was kind of curious. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. It's sad. It's really sad mm-hmm. because up to that point, it was Warriors of the World Tour, and it was the first time they ever came to Florida. And you want to talk about a bucket list band? Uh, I'm dying to see Manowar, and they finally booked a show at the Culture Room. And I was all excited, waiting, counting down the days. Then I finally get there. And the first warning sign was when we got up to the door, there was a sign on the door that they would not allow spikes into the show. Uh, This is a band that has a song that says, we wear leather, we wear spikes, we rule the night. So I was pissed. And and especially my friend Morbid Mario, that's a big time metalhead. He he disowned Manowar because it's not me. I did it, but but I was very upset. So then it gets worse. You think that's bad? It gets worse. So then they uh, the way the culture room is, they have a patio area and then like a little section with a little bar and then the actual main room where the, where the band is. For some reason, and I don't know why, Manowar, the, the, the people in charge of Manowar made us all wait in, in the patio for, I don't know, I, it's, it was a long time. And we were pissed because we're all squashed in there going, what the fuck's going on? Because every time we go in the culture room, it's completely open. We can walk up to the stage. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get all the way up on the stage, uh, in front of the stage. So I was next to the glass door, you know, to open, uh, you know, and then they, when they finally did open, I ran in, got up front, and the opening band, where they had two opening bands. Oh, man, what was the name? Maybe you can help me here. It was a band they were managing. Holy oh, hell? Was it holy was hell? it holy was it holy hell then? Yeah, yes, that's one of the fans. Holy hell. 
And at one part, Eric Adams came out and they did uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, uh, with cool. That then Rhapsody. And they were awesome. Uh, oh, Rhapsody. yeah. They're, they're rule live. Oh, and they were amazing live that night. Then Manowar. And I got to tell you, this breaks my heart to say this. Manowar came out and went through the motions. They, they clearly showed they did not want to be there. They gave a half-assed performance. And I'm not saying this because, you know, he passed away. But Scott Columbus kicked ass. I mean, he was the one that really impressed me that night. Oh, the other wow. Three, they were just up there going through the motions. They weren't bad. I mean, when they were playing the songs, they did them justice. But they weren't energetic. Not like all these DVDs I own, Hell on Wheels, and, you know, all this shit from Europe. I mean, they're fucking amazing live. This is not what I saw at the Culture Room. I saw them do a half-ass set, and it was just... And then I was kind of... I was No, not kind of. I was very upset. So usually at the Culture Room, I stay and meet the band afterwards. But I, I was like, fuck this. I went home. But I got horror stories from some people that went to meet the, you know, wanted to meet the band. Um, first, Joey DeMaio comes out, and, and when people went up to him, he stopped, he pointed at him, he goes, don't even think about it. And he got cool. on the bus. Then Eric Adams, Eric, Eric, goes, ah, I don't think so. Got on the bus. Um, Logan did stop and sign a few things, but he was like, uh, look, man, I'm not allowed to be out here. He said something to that effect. I mean, these are like two or three friends of mine that were, you know, giving me the support. And nobody saw Scott Columbus. I think he left in the car or something. He didn't go on the bus. So that's my Man of War story. Now, you know, all my friends disowned them. Fuck them. You know, they're posers. They did that to us. I admit I'm upset too. But, man, you know, man, I got to say, man, I don't give a fuck what you are, how you are. Even if you give me a half-ass show, it does not diminish the music for me, I'm still going to love it. You know, maybe a little ap- apprehension on my part. Maybe I shouldn't. But I don't know, man. There's just something about me that I just can't. I just can't fucking uh, disown it like like these dudes. But at the same time, man, if I'm not in Europe, I'm not seeing Man of War ever again. Because honestly, they, they and I've heard stories too, like, you know, other U.S. states, they were kind of going through the motions because, you know, they're playing clubs where they, they go to Europe, they play fucking arenas and stadiums, you know, and they're more diehard there. I mean, they don't really take to account that even though it's a small number, we're just as diehard as these motherfuckers, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I know I am, but yeah, that's my man or story, but you know, whatever. Um, all my friends disown them. I don't, I kept buying, but I, I, I will admit, after Warriors of the World, I heard uh, the two after it, and I didn't purchase them, but I did hear them. Like what you were saying earlier, I heard them on download, and I was not, I didn't like them. I just didn't like them. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. I'd say if you really don't like an album, too, you, you just don't buy it. I mean, I, I've listened to Dell albums, and I've been like, I'm not going to listen to this, and I just delete it, you know? Right. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. So so let's get into this, uh, Yeah, Jackson. Um, the first album was released in 1982, Battle Hymns. An amazing album. We're, and also, I don't think I said this, at the end of us talking about the discography, me and Jackson are going to give our, our best, I mean, worst to best list of what's our favorite Man of War album uh, to our least favorite. And um, I'll let you, tell me what you think of the first album, Battle Hymns. And by the way, we're not going to talk about these fucking re-recordings. Oh, Fuck good. That <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, did you hear the, how they uh, butchered uh, uh, Kings of Metal? Oh, God. Yes, I have, and it's just fucking terrible. Oh, it is. And uh, Ross the Boss hates it. He's like, that's like trying to like reinvent the wheel. You just can't fucking do it. Don't touch these albums. They're perfect as they are. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I saw... Ross the Boss this year. That's the closest I've gone to see Manowar. And Ross was so cool. Is it okay if I talk about this? Of course. <laughs> uh, 
to make sure he was so cool and he signed all the albums from i got my vinyls from like all the uh the 80s albums he signed all of them shook my hand it was cool he took some pictures with them uh i was a bit in a hurry not not uh him he was cool to just chill he was chilling with people and he was the i think the fastest musician i've ever seen after an end of a set come down jump off the stage pretty much and just come and sign people shit and hang out with people like, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Not even I do that, dude. I need to catch his breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm, see, I, he could have done that. He did, could have just catched his breath. I didn't expect him to come out right away and sign stuff. And yeah, he was just a chill dude. And his band was so like killer. And, and they played Hail to England in its entirety, pretty much. And then they played Ooh. like a best of. Yeah, nice. they did all of it. And they played like a best of like eighty stuff, and it was like pretty much everything. I think the only thing that was missing that was, I was a little sad, but whatever was uh they didn't play Guyana, but I mean, pfft, oh, whatever yeah. you got everything else. And uh, Michael Lee Pond on the bass was just so amazing, and uh, the drum oh, I think it was a Rhino, and he, oh that Rhino, was, cool, yeah, from, uh, the, the the album Triumph of Agony, right? Yeah, yeah, Demon Whip, what a drummer, man. Uh, tri- a triumph of steel sorry <laughs> yeah that's what I, but, yeah okay yeah. so what did uh, you think of battle hymns oh battle hymns i i love battle hymns uh it, that was uh it came a little bit later to listen to that one weirdly but uh it, when i got to it, uh, it it was it was really good i uh i i would spoil some stuff if i if we're not doing our list right away but uh uh I gotta say my favorite my favorite songs there like, is Dark Avenger. I love that. One of my favorite Man of War songs. Mm-hmm. And uh I also like the the uh title track as well, Battle Hymns. Yeah. Not too big on uh Fast Taker, that song, but uh mm-hmm. overall I say it's it's pretty good. I think the production for their first album is like better than uh Hail to England and Sign of the Hammer even for with their first album like what happened? I don't know. Right. I believe Bill Coin was uh, managing them at this time. Really? I didn't, yeah. see, I didn't know that. I, I, I think. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was managing them. Well, um, I mirror you, dude. Uh, Dark Avenger, de- it's, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite Man of War songs ever. And it's definitely my favorite song off this album. And yeah, I got to say Fast... Uh, um, Fast Talker would be my least favorite. Um, yeah. It's a little too Rocky Rolly. Um, it's just, I don't think it fits the album either. No, know? it doesn't. It's just uh, kind of odd. But all right, cool. So we'll go into the second one, Into Glory Ride. This was the first one I purchased. I remember finding this out of Specs Records when it was new. I said, oh shit, Man of War. All right, I can't find the first one. I'll get this one, you know? And um, boy, I love this album. This album is a fucking, this is a crusher. And even though, uh, you know, we have to pick our favorite to least favorite, when I pick my least favorite on this one, it's a song I like, actually. So, um, mm. but I, I do love this album. What uh, Before, well, I'll tell you, my, my favorite on here, uh, and I don't think it'll be your favorite, because I, I don't see a lot of people like actually uh, name this one their favorite, but uh, my favorite is uh, Revelation Death's Angel. Ah, I, I, I love I, that song. That one's been a grower on me, uh, more so in like uh, last year and this year. Uh, but before, I gotta admit, it wasn't. Uh, it was lower on my end of uh, songs, though. For yeah, listening a lot to. of people. Yeah, a lot of people would pick like Gates of Valhalla or Warlord. Uh, my least favorite, and I like it, dude. Is Secret uh, Secret of Steel? My, oh wow, my least favorite on there is uh, Warlord. And my most okay. favorite is March of Revenge. I love March of oh, Revenge. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love it, too. What a great, great way to end the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what did you think of the album overall? That I was going to go into when we were doing our uh, least favorite to favorite, but I didn't know how this was going to go. Uh, so I'm going to say my most favorite is uh, obviously March of Revenge, but my least and least is the world. But I, I put up, uh, well... I it's grown on me over the years, but it used to be my least favorite Man of War album, but it's not anymore. Interesting. Oh, okay. All right, then we go to the next one. Boy, this one's good. Uh, Hail to England. Uh, oh, love fucking, it. What a fucking album, man. Um, 
I bought this. Uh, I remember when I bought this too. It was at an import shop. I don't know if this was released in America. It probably was, but I bought it as an import. Uh, I think it may have been released first as an import. I can't remember. I just know I bought it at an import shop, and uh, it just carries a tradition. They don't really wane. You know, it's pretty much you know what you expect from a Man of War album. And uh, man, I mean, <laughs> looking at the the track listing, it's hard to pick my least favorite, but. My favorite, definitely, and I, I don't, I, I, I have no problem saying this, man. Blood of My Enemies is my fucking favorite track on this album. Yeah. The song that kicks off the album. What a fucking song. And, uh, well, you know, not to, you know, Black Arrows is actually a, just a fucking bass solo. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Overlooking, I guess Each Dawn I Die, and I love it, but I guess that would be my least favorite. Uh, what did you think of this album? What's your favorite and least favorite? Fuck, I love this album so much. It's so hard. Uh, it's like almost a three-way tie between uh, Kill With Power, Blood of Iron, and Bridge of Death. Yeah! And, right, and I had to narrow it down to those two. But I'm going to say, put a gun to my head, uh, I'd say uh, Bridge of Death right now is my favorite off that album. And least right favorite on. is Black Arrows. And then if I had to pick an actual song off that one that uh that wasn't that wasn't that i would probably pick uh ooh, uh, army of the immortals all right yeah but okay. i still love it yeah it's a great song mm-hmm. and then we go into an album i've never owned on vinyl till about 2 years ago but i've always had it on cd all these years is sign of the hammer um i found this at a record store in hollywood uh, florida about 2 years ago and it was pricey, and I still bought it. I said, fuck that. It was in mint condition, original press. And uh, uh, this one, uh, I know which one I like the least, though. But uh, definitely my favorite on here is Guyana. Thank you for the Kool-Aid, Reverend Jim. No, you know what? Damn, it's really hard. It's a toss-up between Guyana and Mountains. Oh. I, I just love Eric's voice on Mountains so much. But my least favorite, and I, I believe me, my ex-guitar player's favorite song off this album is my least favorite. And he would always goof on me. Is uh, All Men Play on 10th. <laughs> what? That's actually yeah, legitimately dude. his favorite? His favorite yeah. All Men Play on 10th for no, no joke, not trying to like... He's not joking. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Yep. But I, I, I find it just a little too hokey and... Believe me, they get cheesy at times, but sometimes they go like over the border with cheese. And here they did. Oh, yeah. I I just never really can get into that song. But the rest of it I love. The rest of it I love. What do you think of the album, your favorite, least favorite? Oh, wow. We're almost mirrored here. It's really tough between uh, Guyana and Mountains. But Mountains is my favorite Man of War, I guess, power ballad. And I just love Eric's voice on it. I love the whole the song, the bass part. It's the whole composition is just a masterpiece. It's a classic. And yeah, least favorite, all men play on ten. It's just I, I love I love cheese, and I'm I'm a I, I'm not ashamed at all. But that's that goes beyond me. That's like the cheese whiz of this fucking album. Yeah, it's just what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that going. All right, skip. Now, every time I put on that album, I go straight to Animals. Nice. Uh, I like Animals. Yeah, Animals is awesome. Then we have to wait three years. I thought Man of War broke up by this time. It's like I haven't heard from them forever. And all of a sudden, they uh, they gave the video on Headbangers Ball, Blow Your Speakers. I was like, holy shit, Man of War is back. And uh, I'm talking about Fighting the World, and uh, which is your first one, right? The first song I ever heard was them, yeah. Right. Fighting the World. And, it's a great album. It is awesome. It has some pointless songs, though, I think. Uh, Drugs, uh, Drums of Doom. I don't understand that much. Master of Revenge, I can kind of give a pass to because it's kind of an intro to the last song. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, man. <laughs> and also, look, I do love Carry On, but I hate the, the little gang vocal. Carry On. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like that. Carry On. Take that shit out. It'd be a much better song. But my least favorite on this album is the video, is the single, Blow Your Speakers. 
My favorite man. Oh, it's it's kind of close with violence and bloodshed, but I got to go with Black Wind, Fire and Steel, which they bl- did play live the night I saw them. Oh, nice. They didn't play Guyana, though, um, but they did play Black Wind, Fire and Steel, which was awesome. And I have to. I have to give the nod to that one as my favorite song off this album. I love Fighting the World. What do you think of this album? Oh, I love this album, too, and it's a really tough pick. It's all not to copy or mirror you at all, but it's it's like a, it's so tough. It I, it hurts to pick Blackwood, Fire, and Steel over Violence of Bloodshed. Oh, but I have to pick Blackwood, Fire, and Steel. It's such a classic, but it's 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 right there, Violence of Bloodshed. It's like a close second. <laughs> And Ross and Bloss played that when I saw him. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I was blown away. That was probably the biggest surprise of the night for me was they playing Violence of Bloodshed. I was like, shit. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Uh, least favorite is the same. It's Blow Your Speakers. It's it's bad. It's cheesy. And oh, my God. It's just it's a terrible. It's not as bad as, like, I think other songs, but it's definitely one of their, I would say, one of their shittier songs, for yeah, sure. And, it, and it's like, this is what you're representing the album with? This fucking song? They should have made a video, <laughs> at least for, you know, Violence and Bloodshed, it would have done great. Oh, yeah. You know, I think it would have, like, woken a lot of people, but... Eh. But, you know, we didn't have to wait that long. Uh, just one more year later, uh, they released Kings of Metal. What do you think of Kings of Metal? Oh, that's... One of my favorite albums is Kings of Metal. I love Kings of Metal. I think it's a absolute fucking classic. It's a, it's just hard to pick a least favorite song on there and hard to pick a favorite song on there. So I'm going to go with my favorite song on there. Ooh. Hail and Kill. Got to go with Hail and Kill. It's it's right it's on. the best. And then least favorite, it depends. If we're going to go with the bonus track, I guess Pleasure Slave, but I maybe wheels of fire, but I don't hate wheels of fire. And the lyrics on, on pleasure slave are, are cheesy. And I know Ross, the boss says that's kind of one thing he didn't like was the lyrics, but he loves the riff. And I got to agree. I love the riff and power and, and pleasure slave. I just like that. I like that, but yeah, the lyrics are pretty cheese, but so it's between those two would be my least favorite, but, uh, and I love Kingdom Come too, as well. But uh, the whole album is just—it's hard to pick a least favorite. It's—it's it's more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll stop there. Kingdom Come should have been the single. I agree. Um, I, you know, it's not my favorite song on it, but I think it's the most uh, accessible to the masses as far as like these songs on here. And I'm gonna uh, before I tell you, I mean, yeah, I love this album. Uh, I will show you how much I love it when we go through the top 10. It's very high up on there. But uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to tell you a very funny story about Pleasure Slave. Um, Back in 1998, back in the MySpace days, um, I, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to get, it's going to be a little uh, vile and, uh, you know, perverted what I'm going to say. Ooh, that's good. Let's keep going. Um, in MySpace, they had little groups, and there was a. And I was going through a phase of being a, a, a dom and looking for submissive slaves, and I found one in Texas, and she flew here, and I made a music video, <laughs> making her reenact everything in that song. She is waiting to kiss my ring. I had her on the floor. I made a music video for. Her. I can't put it up because she's naked most of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she squirts. She would squirt like really high, and you know what? When the 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 song would go, the song would go boom like that part. You see <laughs> big ass squirt come out of her pussy and shit. And, and there's parts we me and with me with a vibrator fucking her with a vibrator. You know, I'm not naked in the video because I wanted to show people this video. And sounds, uh, the video sounds better than the song. Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of things. That, uh, you know, the lyrics said that she did, you know, uh, I just, and I, you know, I would play the CD and say, get on the floor, kiss my, she's waiting to kiss my hand. That's what it was, but she'll wait till my command. I'm like, all right now, you know? And, uh, but yeah, uh, it is my least favorite on here. It is a goofy tune. 
Uh, yeah, I I agree. It's a cool riff. It's not bad musically, but yeah, it would be my least favorite. And my favorite, man, uh, I don't blame you for saying "Hang on, Kill" and "Blood of the Kings," man. Jesus Christ! But believe it or not, "Wheels of Wheels of Fire" would be my really? favorite on here. The way I, don't... It, I love that song, man. And I love "Hearts of Steel" and "Crown of the Ring." You know, I just a hell of kill, of course. I love Kings of Metal. That's a fucking great ass song. You know, other bands play Man of War Kills, you know. As cheesy as that is, I love it. You know? You see, I love like, it too. like uh Kings of Metal is like killer Parmesan cheese where where all men player ten is stale. It's stale <laughs> cheese. It, it tastes like shit. <laughs> it's been out it's been out in the air too long. <laughs> But all right, yeah, that's cool. All right, so then we had to wait several more years. Uh, I, I I believe they changed record companies, and and by this time, metal was beginning to be a bad word. And they released an album called The Triumph of Steel, and I remember seeing this on Compact Disc saying, Man of War, motherfucker, because at that time, I was very much, um, you know, everybody was going anti-metal, and I was like, you know, waving the flag. I didn't give a fuck what anybody thought. You know, uh, fuck you. You know, I mean, I didn't mind Alice in Chains. I didn't mind some of the grunt stuff. It, it was all right to me, but it still wasn't metal. You know, it was uh, it was great, though. It was great music. I'm not, I bought all that shit. And I still love it to this day. But man, my heart is more into the more heavier stuff. And when uh, Triumph of Steel came out, I was very excited to get it. And uh, I do like it, but I got to say, man, uh, you know, Kiel's Agony and Ecstasy in eight parts, uh, some of those parts to me is like, what, man, come on. You know, it just drag. I mean, wasn't there like, I don't even listen to it anymore. It's like, wasn't there like a drum solo and a guitar there solo? Was, it was. The drum solo went on a bit too long, but I got to say, if you shaved off five, uh, five or six minutes of that song in certain parts, it would be probably my favorite song, but since it goes on like a little too long in six minutes, I no, it's not yeah. my favorite. But it does have you know wimps and posers leave the hall, metal warriors, uh, the power of thy sword, the demon whip is ridiculous when Rhino comes does that fast drumming, you know, almost sounds like a fucking drum machine, you know, it's just so insanely fast, you know. Uh, Master of the Wind, what an amazing, amazing ballad. You know, that clouds above, clouds below. I just love that shit. Um, so, you know, I mean, uh, it does have some stuff that's pointless. Like I said in the first track, it's 28 minutes long, you know. And uh, But, you know, I mean, I, I liked uh, Spirit Horse of the Cherokee. I liked everything else. I didn't mind Ride the Dragon, Burning, uh, but, yeah. So if I was to pick my favorite, it'd be hard to go against Master of the Wind, but I am. I'm going to have to say Power of Thy Sword is my favorite song on here. And my least favorite, for obvious reason, is that 30-minute song because of those pointless uh, you know, additions to it. What did you think of this album? Uh, I really do like this album a lot. Uh, I would say... Uh, it's, it's pretty good. I just could never really get into Demon's Whip and stuff. It's kind of starts out kind of really slow, but like you said, the drumming part is really insane at the uh, towards the end there. But uh, I just, I don't know. It doesn't really do much. Uh, Achilles, I really do like a lot. It's just a, it's just a shame it can't be my favorite because it, there's just some unnecessary filler in it. If they shaved it down a bit, and or if I made my own edit of it, <laughs> good professional professionally edited it down it might be my favorite but as it is it won't be uh my favorite song on here you know it's gonna sound a little uh cliche but i love metal warriors yeah uh, i love, it, love too, it. Dude. it i love it, it too it, you know let me just say at the time you know when everything was like fuck metal metal sucks this and that that song was the one that like fuck you you know you leave the fucking hall when symposium here's the thing dude at the time, you know, I was seeing Judas Priest in clubs. I saw Dio in clubs. But the, the thing cool about that was, you know, it was a packed club, and it was packed with real motherfuckers. People that did not turn their backs on metal. 
Last time I saw Priest was at the Miami Arena. And now they're playing a club. But the people that were at that club were real metal people. Same thing with Dio. I saw um, Maiden play like a bigger club. Um, and and everybody, everybody that was there, you know, it, to me, it was like we were still uh, holding the flag high. And then, you know, when metal made the resurgence and I go see Judas Priest at an amphitheater, I see all these motherfuckers coming back. And I, I, I swear, I felt like slapping them. You know, it's like, oh, now you come back because it's cool. You know, fucking posers. But, um, but you know, I mean, Metal Warriors is the most important song on this album. And it's the one that means the most to me. But, man, there's something about Power Thy Sword. Especially the part where it stops and you hear the sword fight. <laughs> that yeah, so that's badass. Power of the Sword is a close second for me. And I have a good friend of mine who's an uh, awesome musician. He's got a tattoo of Power of the Sword. It's like the lyrics inside the sword on his forearm and inside his nice. forearm. It's so awesome. Nice. It's just so fucking cool. You know, I, uh, at that time I was making cassette mixtapes. And, you know, you can adjust the volume uh, while making tapes. And when I played Power of the Sword... When it came to the when the band stops and the sword goes up, I would crank that shit up. Where you hear that fucking sword ching 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 super loud on my cassette. Then I go oh, that's real awesome. Yeah, I go down to the regular level when the band kicks back in. But right on, man. Yeah, it's a good album. It's uh you know, it's I'm just saying it has some uh some uh fat on it. Oh yeah. Now we're going into what I consider the cheesiest of all Man Awards, but God damn, do I love this album. Uh, yeah, Louder than hell. I mean, this album gets so cheesy, but it's especially the God's Made Heavy Metal, which is so cool. It's like the most ridiculous lyrics, but I can't help but, you know, do the sign of the hammer to it. I just mm-hmm. can't help it. Um, it's a great, it's a great album. Um, my only complaint is, you know, What's the what's the deal with my spirit lives on really? I mean, yeah, it's a... yeah. And today is a good day to die. Is way too long. Um, doesn't really do much for me either. But I have no problem with the rest of it. Um, my favorite on here, and I know it's not the popular choice, but goddamn, do I love this song? Is the 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 power? There's something yeah. about that song. The power. I love courage. Courage is just gives me. Makes the fur rise on my arm. Uh, God's made heavy. Return of the Warlord is fucking awesome. And Brothers of Metal. Outlaw King. Uh, number one. Number one's a cool workout tune. Um, it's a great It's a great album. It does have its, you know, moments of, you know, head scratchers. But I dig it. But, yeah, my favorite will be The Power. My least favorite would be, uh, uh, you know, not counting my spirit lives on. I'll say today's a good day to die. Nice. I love this album. I uh wow, I just I this this album is like one of my favorites as well. Uh it's cheesy like you said and like self-indulgent and decadent, but it's great. I fucking love it. I love the cheese factor on here. It's where it needs to be. I love Return of the World and a story about that. It's like when I like after Friday after work, I just turn on that crank up that song, sometimes the video and just just pound a beer back and it's just Fucking just gets me pumped that song from the on the weekend return of the warlord. And I also love uh fucking love power and king and just so and like you you used to work out you said to uh, number one. I did number that, that one, on my, yeah. number one. I had that on my workout playlist when I would go used to go to the gym a lot. That was on my fucking heavy metal workout songs. Nice. And, and uh, uh yeah, so so what would be your favorite and least favorite off this? Return of the Warlord is my favorite, and my least favorite is uh, my. Uh, Today is a good day to die because that's just a yeah. snore fest. But it's the, it's not like god awful. It's just boring and yeah. puts me and to it's sleep. Too, way too long, man. Yeah, it, it almost clocks in at ten minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't. All right, it. now is where I end, but you're not over. Because seriously, I don't know much about the two after this, but this is the last one I purchased. This was the tour I saw, uh, Warriors of the World. I gotta tell you something funny about this song you may not be aware of. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Jaws fan, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm huge into Jaws. 
somebody out there made a grindhouse movie version of Jaws. Ooh. And and the scene where Hooper goes in the cage underwater, they play Warriors of the World. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they play the whole song, you know, with a shark attack in the cage. I got a cage. That. <laughs> it's so awesome, dude. It's like you know, you see the shark coming up to him and you hear dun 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 dun. I was like, holy shit, they, they, this guy threw in Manowar on this. How cool is that, you know? That is. <clears throat> I'm a big Elvis fan, so American Trilogy was awesome to me hearing that on here. And I love, you know, one thing we haven't discussed, how underrated is Eric Adams, man? He's my favorite singer of all time. I don't blame you, man. He's up there, man. I, I put him up, you know, with Dio and Halford. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 hey, man, I have no problem with Dickinson, but I think he's better than Dickinson. Oh, for sure. And and, it, and it's, it, it's, you know, because of the whole image and loincloth, people, you know, don't realize how amazing this guy is. And you listen to Nersi Dorma, the, the, the Italian opera song that, you know, Pavarotti made famous. Holy crap, does he nail it. You oh, know? for sure. He nails it so good. And then he throws in that fucking metallic scream in it, you know. But he does it justice like a Pavarotti through the whole song. What an amazing, amazing voice this man has. Now, my favorite on here, again, it, it's it's a tough one because it's a toss-up between two. And they're back-to-back and late in the album. Hand of Doom and House of Death. And I have to go with House of Death, but Hand of Doom is so cool. And I saw recent footage of Man of War playing Mexico where they played Hand of Doom. Uh, they didn't play Hand of Doom when I saw them on this tour. So it was cool that they brought that out. But um, I love Call to Arms, too. That That's a really cool fucking song. Uh, so what did you think of this album? Love it. It's technically my first one I went out and, to go and get and buy. This is my... Uh first like real like uh time when they're i was fully became a fan of theirs when this album was coming out so it has got a special place in my heart uh so it's hard to pick a song but one of my favorite songs uh whoo my favorite ballads of theirs and it's my favorite song on the album is swords in the wind i just love that song oh, yeah, so much yeah that's another great one yeah if i if I, if I uh if I, for my funeral, if I have a playlist songs, that, that would be on there. Swords in the Wind would be on my funeral playlist for sure. Yeah, they'd have uh, to throw in Valhalla too, you know. Back yeah. To back. Back, yeah, for sure. And then least, ooh, what is my least one? Oh, frick. Ah. I'm going to go with the American Trilogy. I like the, w- the way they do it live, but mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the studio version. But like right. when I was on the on the uh, <clears throat> on the uh, fucking the DVD, which one is it? Hell on Earth Part Four. They, I really like that version of it. Right on. Um, I don't think I said my least. My least is probably fight the fight for freedom because I think it's badly placed on the album. It's too soon. I agree. On the album, and but it's not a bad song. And of course, I'm not gonna you know count Valhalla or you know. Yeah. Um, you know, the instrumental, but, but, um, yeah, that would be House of Death and, uh, Fight for Freedom. Not, not I'm done, dude. I mean, you're going to have to help me on. Sure. The next oh, two. I will. Uh, yeah. God's a War. I never purchased it. I heard it and it really did nothing for me. And I never went back and listened to it again. What did you think? Uh, before that, I'm curious to ask of what, I guess a lot of people on here, what uh, didn't love, they were pissed off about the narrations and they just really didn't like that part of it. And that's what they made them not like the album. Was that the same thing for you? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's what I get from a lot of people who don't like this album is they just don't like the narration things. And I sort of get that. But in the age of like iPods and iTunes and, and playlists and not. And yeah, I get it. You want to listen to CD and stuff, but you can listen. You can cut that out. Like when I'm on the go and or I'm not in the mood for it, and I want to listen to it without those, I just edit and make my own playlist without the narrations. Because it's a very story, like, narration-heavy album. And so some people, I think, are mad that they feel like it's a lot of filler in there, which they're not wrong, but they're not, like, completely right either. Because if you listen to it as a whole and you enjoy it, and sometimes I do that as well, 
you, it's not bad. I mean, you, you, the narrations are pretty well uh, read out. I, I like that, and it's fine, but I don't want to hear it every single time. Uh, songs I really I like though on here are I love the song Slight Near. Slight Near is like that fucking that got that kick ass intro where like Eric Adams is just like carry we who die in battle over land and sea across the rainbow bridge to Valhalla. Odin's waiting for me. I probably butchered that because I can't sing worth a shit, but uh, that I love that song and just it's fucking my favorite off that album and then. The least is probably Army of the Dead into Odin because it just is this Army of the Dead blends into the Odin and it's just snore fest kind of like uh, today's a good day to die. And it's a shame because Eric Adams delivers a really good vocal the performance. Too bad it's the, the fucking end of the song. And there's some songs that just sound too similar to other ones. Like I kind of get confused by the song like Sons of Odin between gods of war because they have a lot of similar shit in them. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 that another killer song on there too is Loki, God of fire. That's, that's a killer fucking song too. And I like the song blood brothers on there. Not to be confused with the iron maidens one. I didn't like that one. <laughs> blood, <laughs> the iron maiden version. Oh, I like both, but this one's better in my opinion. Uh, back. Fair enough. Uh, and I love the die for metal. What do you think of die for metal? Do you know that uh, one? That was there was a video for that, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't remember it grabbing me too much. I gotta go back and listen to it, but okay. I don't remember it grabbing me that much. All right, so then we're done with that one. We'll yeah. The... All right, and then we go to the last one, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. The Lord of Steel. The Lord of Steel. This one, I I gotta say, I mean, I heard this one too, and I was like even more turned off by this. One. Oh yeah, don't blame you. Oh, oh, oh God! Uh, could you want to give a summary of what you know of it? And then I'll talk- I, I, all I just know is I was—I remember listening to it, going, "Man, what the fuck is this, man?" <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear any song that grabbed me at all. You know, oh. like, uh, this is—and I thought it sounded very tinny, uh, as far as I can remember. I didn't think it sounded good either. What version did you listen to? There's the uh, the fucking uh, there's two versions. There was the okay. Metal Hammer and there was a retail edition. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I all I know it didn't sound good production wise. Oh yeah, okay. They're both right on both ones, okay, but the Metal Hammer version was all and almost unlistenable to me. It was fucking too much distortion and fuzz on the bass. And the production of that album really pissed me off the most because it was too clean and too, like, they took the fucking life out of the drums. It's too, like, Joey just touched it too much. He fucking just he, pro tools the shit out of that album or whatever he did. He fucking edited it too much. And that that's what killed it for me most of all. But I... I, I I gotta agree with the the most of the songs on that album don't really grab me. There's a couple that I I do like, not love, but like. And my favorite song on there would be probably "In Righteous Glory" and "Touch the Sky." They're both really. I would say those ones are worth revisiting if you can listen to the normal version, mm-hmm. not the Metal Hammer one. Songs I can't stand on here. Oh God. I fucking hate El Gringo, which was the single on here, which they <laughs> actually used for a movie called El Gringo, which looks like a crappy. I didn't watch the movie, but it looks like a, a crappy version of like a Once Upon a Time in Mexico or some shit. So they used the Manowar song in that movie. Yeah, and there was it also, like a B movie or something. Yeah, it's like a B movie. Okay. And then I know Joey wanted to use the song Expendable for the Expendables too, and he even had talks I heard with uh, Stallone on that. There's even video. There was videos that were up on the internet going, I talked to Stallone about this, and I'm like, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> and, and I think the song's decent, and it could have been used in the credits or something. That would have been cool, or a preview, but it never got used. And then the shitty song on here, oh god, I think the worst song on here, since you don't remember, is Hail, Kill, and Die. It's like a crappy, shitty version of Blood of the Kings. It's just piss poor. And it's like, a, it's like you have Blood of the Kings, a brilliant put-together song, referencing old Man of War songs and albums, cleverly put together. This is just lazily put together, in my opinion. Were and they, like, reciting past album titles and songs like 
Blood of the King did? Yeah, but they did it in a really lazy way this time. And then in between almost a lot of, like, every time it goes, hail, kill, and die. They have, like, some anvil banging, someone banging on an anvil between, and that's, like, (laughs) stuff. I was like, oh. I also really don't like, oh, fuck, what's another shit? Blacklist, that's a fucking boring song. And another buddy of mine mentioned to me, and I've, I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, I used to be uh, neighbors with him, and he was this Irish metalhead dude. And he was like, oh, man, you heard that, that Lace Man of War album? It's like, what a boring album. He's like, it sounds like Eric is just going through the motions with that song, El Gringo. It just sounds like he's like, and I went to the store, and I wanted to pick up some milk, but the Joey <laughs> wanted some eggs. And I was like, yeah, it is pretty fucking <laughs> suck the life out of it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't hate this album. I'm just not a big fan of it. Right so. on. All right, we're done. Now we're gonna go to our least favorite to favorite, and uh, we'll go back and forth. Okay, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, my least favorite, and it's. I'm only going on memory, but I thought the Lord of Steel was even worse than God's War. Oh that yeah, that would be my least favorite. Uh, would that be your least favorite? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I would say Gods of War would be my next one. How about you? Now, here's where it comes to me. For number 10, Gods of War, uh, I, I, love, I love that album. That's where I start to go. But it's it's just dropped, and it's not. I don't love it as much as I used to. So, it's yeah, Gods of War, number 10. Okay. So, and then uh, I forgot the number of mine. I'm doing that now. Uh, my number nine, and you know, I don't have to explain myself because you already heard me say. But you know, it's it's just I like all the albums more. I would put Warriors of the World at Ooh. number nine. Yep. Hmm. What would you put at your number nine? Oh, any Manowar uh, fans or diehards who aren't pickle whistlers are listening to this. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame them if you are. Should this album should be higher on my list? No, uh, fuck them. If they don't like it, they can kiss you. No, I, I, <laughs> eh, I don't blame them so much. Even I'm saying, damn it, this should be higher. Why don't I love it more? I still love it. and love it more than Gods of War, way more, and way more than uh, Lord of Steel, but in the glory ride. Okay. All and right. I, still lo- I still love it, but right. I, it's just, it's really close with number eight. But yeah, we'll go on. All right, my number eight would be The Triumph of Steel. I love everything we're about to talk about. I'm just saying I like the other ones more. Uh, What would would you put at your number eight? Wow, we have one in common, uh, Triumph of Steel as well. All right, cool. Uh, Number seven, Louder Than Hell would be my number seven. How about yours? My number seven is Warriors of the World. Okay. Uh, My number six, Fighting the World. Hmm. My number six is Sign of the Hammer. Oh, mine was close. My number five is Sign of the Hammer. Uh, what will be your number five? Number five is Battle Hymns. All right. My number four, Into Glory Ride. Oh. I, I put it number four. What's your number four? Hail to England. I oh, it's so close with my number three. It's like almost interchangeable. Well, it is my number three. Hail to England. Uh, what would be your number three? Fighting the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number uh, two is Battle Hymn, the first album. Oh, nice. Did not know it was that high. That's really close. That's awesome, man. Yeah. My number two is. So close. It's like the same thing when I heard you talk about, and it's not, I felt like when I was thinking about this today, it's like how number one and number two are really close for me. It's like if you put a, like for uh, Immersible Fate albums, and you're saying, um, oh yeah, it's tough. That, that those two, uh, like uh, Melissa and Don't Break the Oath, the, my number one and number two are like this. They're like equally, but if you put a gun to my head, I'd be like, I'd pick my number one different from my number two. But yeah, Kings of Metal is number two. Okay, that is my numero uno. Kings of Metal is my favorite Man of War album. Fuck yeah. What will be your favorite? The ultimate cheese, louder than hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's a, it may be number seven, but fuck, that album fucking rules. 
I might I I play that one more than Kings of Metal actually. Really? Um, yeah, it's probably the one I play the most. Well, that and Hail to England. Those are the two I. It may not be my favorites, but it's you know I'm weird that way. Sometimes uh, there's certain bands I listen to, not their best album the most. But, Same um, here. Yeah, so that that would be the. But dude, this was an awesome episode. Fuck yeah, we got we got to praise the Man of War, man. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm putting uh you know my personal feelings of when I saw them live. Aside from all this shit, I'm just talking about music albums. I don't give a fuck. People are just too anal. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I can respect anybody that says, ah, the music does nothing to me, but the people are like, dude, they wear loincloths and all they do is sing about like Odin and, and you're a fuck. Your, your life sucks. Seriously. You're such a fucking wuss. You can't fucking get into like, you know, fantasy. Like, you know, when you go to a movie, are you going to be like, oh, fuck the Terminator. That would never happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, know, I have man. a different philosophy when it comes to music. You know, a lot of people are just too, you know, they see the album, you know, the, the Into the Glory Ride album, that's it. They suck. They judge do. It by and the cover. I go for music mostly for escape, man. I don't go all the time. And people are like, they aren't singing about what's happening on the streets in real life and what's going on in the world, and they suck. And it's like, geez, fucking, I feel sorry for you, buddy. Yeah, man, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're not a music fan. You don't know escapism. And I'm sure you never, you've never whiffed a vagina. <laughs> well, Jackson, thank you so much, buddy. This was a great episode. I'm glad I had you on finally. And I'm sure I'll have you on again, man. You were you were awesome, dude. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. I think I fucking biffed the episode, but oh, you didn't hopefully you won't shit. have to. <laughs> Wait till you hear it back. You're going to see, man. You did great, man. You fucking hung and you told, you talked about your love for the man of war. And that's what I wanted, man. I want, I want real fans on my show to, you know, and you uh, were detailed and told me, you know, exactly how you feel about each album. And that's what I want, man. And you did just great, dude. You did fucking awesome. Thank you. Just fucking keep supporting me, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. I got to say, your videos mean a lot to me. They, they, I love that you, you don't even have to update or have one every day. But you do almost pretty much every day. And I'm like, yeah. geez, who does that? And I'm like, nobody does that really. Not And it's like, I feel I, I give back to people you love. And I mean, that's what I, that's my, I like to show. I wish I had more money to show more support. No, I've, no, no. You see, believe me, dude, you, you show enough support as it is. You know? Well, thank you. I, I thank you for your content, and I thank you for you just keeping it going and keeping things real. I love your enthusiasm, your passion. You're just keeping it raw and real and just unfiltered opinions, and I, I fucking love it. And it's refreshing to have someone like you on this platform, and any platform for that matter. <laughs> thank you, brother. I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, and a lot of people, it's an opinion. It's not science. I always say that, you know, people... There's a lot of people go, oh, yeah, well, I like that album. I'm like, so? You know, I mean, what? Am I supposed to go, oh, shit, so-and-so that I don't know likes the album. I should change my opinion, you know? <laughs> fucking yeah. Man. Fucking retards. Too many imbeciles. But, you know, the, the good outweigh the bad. There's so many Jackson Routings out there uh, that support me. And you, you guys are all that matter. There's just, you know, a couple pickle whistlers here and there that have to, like, mouth off and think you know think actually oh i'm gonna tell him off like dude you realize that you're a fucking loser right that you know when will when can a loser ever tell you off you know i i just don't get that philosophy dude i go on youtube and i see a lot of moronic shit that a lot of people post i just turn it off and go somewhere else i'm not gonna leave a hateful comment to anybody yeah, i'm just it's like, not it'd be like me going It'd be like me going to like on a slip, uh, slip Slipknot page and going, ah, oh, you guys are fucking gay. And it's just like, yeah, I hate that band and I can't stand them, but I'm not going to go and attack their fans or go on their videos and post fucking hateful shit on there. It's a waste of my time and a waste of theirs. And it's stupid. It's fucking and dumb. I, and I'll say this right now. I'm not a Slipknot fan. Everything I've heard from them, I don't like, but I'll tell I'll you see. this. Anybody that likes them, they got my respect. Hey, man, it does something for them. It doesn't do it for me. I mean, cool. I mean, it just, I don't care. I, 
I am cool with anybody unless you like Sammy Hagar. Then, you know, I mean, there's an exception <laughs> to every rule. <laughs> oh, oops. I guess I'm out there in the door. Actually, I don't like him at all, but I do like his vocals, but I like bashing him. I love bashing that guy. No, and I'm also yeah. kidding. You can like Sammy Hagar all you want, I, I, but seriously, oh. it sucks. He's a he fake. Flipknot. He's 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 a fake. He's a fake. I can't stand the man, but I, I I'll fuck it. I'd lie if I didn't say I so like some of his vocals. But God, is he so? Oh, the man is. Oh, I could go on for about how terrible he's. He sucks. Oh, he fucking sucks. Of course, he's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> but anyway, my friend, thank you so much. I got my mom calling me now. Oh, uh, right. thank you so much for coming on and uh, hail and kill, bro. Hail and kill. All right, Jackson. Smack him a gob. Smack him a gob. Man, that guy rules. All hail Jackson routing. Hail and kill, Jackson. Thank you so much for being part of the show. And uh, hey, everybody, you know what time it is. It's time to go into the vault. Well, here we are in the vault, and I'm going to play you something Manowar related, though it's not Manowar. Uh, when SOD. Re, uh, reunited back in what was it 99 or so uh, they released Bigger Than the Devil but they also released this like single that I have uh, called Season in the Obese which is a spoof on Slayer but there's another track on there called oh man Raise Your Swords I believe damn I may have the track title wrong I believe it's Raise Your Sword which is a total spoof on Manowar so here it is the great Billy Milano and SOD, you know, dudes from Anthrax and Nuclear Assault, Dan Lilliker, Scott Ian, and Charlie Benante. Uh, they're a spoof on Manowar. This song is called, I think, Razor Swords. Check it out.
That was SOD, Stormtroopers of Death, with Raise Your Swords. I was right about the title. Anyway, thank you all again for listening, even to my voice right now, especially you. You know I say that every week, because I really mean it. And I think I should repeat it every week. How much I appreciate every single one of you listening to me right now, tuning into the Vieira Vault. I am eternally grateful to everybody out there, like Jackson Routing, supporters of what I do on YouTube. You know, you all dig my wacky stuff, and I can't be happier, man. Thank you all, and next week, another new episode. Every week, another new episode. So till next time, raise your swords, hail and kill, and schmack them a gob. <laughs>